Hello there, it's Tournament in a Tea Break from Britwatch Sports. I'm Ros Sattar and... George Belshaw. And uh, we're somewhat giddy actually because we are on the verge of actually getting out of here at a decent time. Yes, I'm quite but happy. <laughs> Even though he sounds quite miserable, he's really quite happy. Yes, I, I am uh, much... And there's plenty of cheer in my life and I'm ready to get out of this place tonight. I got <laughs> locked out of my accommodation last night and was having to scream in my limited Spanish, uh, hola, hola, por favor, por favor, to let me in. Uh, so I'm not very popular in my building, so I need to leave relatively early today. To and skulk inside. The, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been quite a day. I mean, I think we're probably going to be fairly WT heavy today, but of course, let's start with uh, King Kyle. Kyle yep. Edmund arguably got one of the best wins of his career today with um, a, a three-setter over Novak Djokovic. I thought he was going to take a set off him. Um, and then when Djokovic came back in the second set, I thought, mm, maybe he's back to normal. But it was some great fortitude by uh, Carl Edmund to, to get the win. Uh, and, well, what do you think? Yeah, I was really, really, first of all, impressed with Kyle. I thought he played really, really well um, the first set. His forehand and serve combination was just brutal. And Djokovic couldn't deal with it, to be honest. Um, Djokovic adapted quite well. He started peppering the Edmund backhand a lot more. Um, and to be fair to Kyle, although that's never been his strongest shot, it looked a lot more solid today. These yeah. conditions seem to really suit him. Um, he's taking the ball really well. He guided many backhand winners past Djokovic down the line in the latter stages. Um, yeah, I just thought on the whole he was so wonderfully solid. And to be fair to Djokovic, I thought Djokovic played pretty well today too. Yeah. I, I don't buy into the narrative that this was Edmund beating the guy Taro Daniel beat a month ago, for example. You know, Djokovic played well against Nishikori. He played even better today, I thought. Mm -hmm. um, we really just have to give a lot of credit to Kyle. Um, the big worry for Djokovic is this record he's got in deciding sets. Yeah. Um, that's, that's where I think he's struggling now is in the kind of clutch moments where it really matters is he playing well enough is he mentally there that's surely just a lack of match sharpness i mean you know he's played a couple of matches here a couple of matches there and he's and he's, his level is getting better each time around um you know let's not take anything away from kyle edmund the the you know with the exception of maybe the sort of come back after injury and illness in the states where he he himself was not match sharp and couldn't get the wins you know he's he's been building up solidly and you know and Djokovic has too I, I, you know, I agree I don't think he played badly by any stretch of the imagination I just think that maybe the clay court season's come a little too quickly for him I don't know that grass is his best surface I don't but I would fully intend to see him pretty close to his best by the time the US hardcourt series comes about yeah I mean the grass is a difficult one to call how Djokovic will do because so many times we see him just turn up at Wimbledon and win it. I mean, he's won it three times, which yeah. is, is remarkable, really, for a, a guy who barely ever sees on grass apart from for two weeks. You know, he doesn't normally bother with Queens. No. He did bother with Eastbourne last year, which he won. Um, so, you know, when he's at the peak of his powers, he's good anywhere. And yeah. Djokovic is probably the most versatile player we've seen in terms of reaching the heights of beating Rafa on clay and beating Roger on grass. Yeah. You know, he's probably the most versatile Versa, yeah. player ever and i want to give him credit for he was he was very gracious in, in defeat you know he's mm. obviously seen kyle come up through the ranks he's played him three times before uh the last time was a little over a year ago and um you know 
he himself said, I mean, you're talking about uh, Evan's backhand down the line. He said that, you know, the, the one thing he's improved for sure is that backhand. Um, and that's that was always Evan's weakness. Now, if he can improve it on a surface that, by all accounts, is, is a great leveler, you know, by the time he gets to grass, which isn't his best surface, you know, he's added a, a couple more tricks to his uh, his bag. You know, it's it's good stuff that we're seeing from Edmund right now. Yeah, and it's it's really worth noting that this draw is really open now for Kyle. I mean, yeah. Goffan next, I think, is actually the toughest player left in that draw. I mean, yeah. you might say Zverev is the toughest guy um, in terms of having a history of winning Masters titles, but I've not been that impressed by him this season, and I think he's flaky enough to randomly lose in the third round when he's got an easy draw kind of sat in front of him. Um, you've got Ryanich in there, you've got Shapovalov. Yeah. But these aren't guys who are traditionally brilliant on clay. No. You know, they're good players, but Kyle looks really comfortable here, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him beat Goffin. I wouldn't be surprised to see him take out either Ryanich or Shapovalov. And once you're in the semi-finals, who knows? This could be a really big week for him. Yep, that's great. Now, really, the, in terms of watching the rest of the men's matches, we've kind of been a bit lapsed. Yeah, I mean... Rafa yeah, is pretty much what we would have said about him for the last two years on clay, essentially. He did very well. He made it look pretty routine. Um, obviously, closing in on that John McEnroe record of he winning care about. the most sets on a surface that he doesn't care about. But I think it's quite neat. I think, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter in terms of a grand slam title, but... I think in a show of consistency of just how good he's been on the surface, if he wins 50 straight sets on clay at this level, I mean, that that's phenomenal. So he might not care, but I'm very impressed, Rafa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think the amazing thing was, um, you know, we were sat in the, in the press room, and not only could you hear the roar, because the press centre is actually underneath the, uh, the, 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 main, the, yeah, the main court. You actually felt it. You actually felt this... Um, this thing. Sorry, we're just a little bit uh, confused and discombobulated because Daria Kazakina has just taken out Gabinia Muguruza. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll get on to that in a minute. But yeah, Rafa started out very well. It looked routine. You know, I'm not going to count him out. Well, I can't really see anybody. I can't really see anybody challenging him. Not even Kyle. No. no. <laughs> Let's be honest. But yeah. He's going to win this tournament. But yeah. That's fine. Yeah. And you're, that's fine by you, is that's it? That's fine. Okay. Well, well that's Unless fantastic. Del Potro does a madness, but I can't see it. <laughs> so let's go, let's get on to the women. So now with the with the end of this match, the women's quarterfinals field is set. Yeah. Uh, Halep still quite impressive, but she came up against a bit of resistance with a Pliskova, um, which I've likened to a set of buses. You don't play any of them in the first couple of rounds and then two come along at once. She put paid to the other Pliskova, uh, Christina, who gave her a little bit of trouble in the uh, in the second set, maybe because she's a, a tricky lefty with it, you know, and that probably troubled her a little bit. I think that's why she gets on with, and when I say gets on, I mean obliterates the other Pliskova, um, because you know she doesn't have to contend with that out wide nonsense that uh, Christina can do. Yeah, I was I was actually really impressed by Christina today. Um, obviously, she's never been at the same level as. Carolina and she's not someone I've really looked at and thought you could win a Grand Slam title or anything but she showed a lot particularly in the second set really good fight um, I, th I thought Halep served very very well on yep. break points against her today 
even if she wasn't necessarily at her best in the second set, I thought she dealt with a lot of problems quite well. Um, yeah, she's still the person to beat. And I think, yeah, I'm expecting her to win win the title, really. Yeah, um, I, yeah I, can't, I can't see anybody against uh, Halep right now e- either. Um, I don't think, with the best rule of the world, the other Pliskova... Um, I mean, she started really well against her in Australia, and then Halep just got into her groove and, and completely wiped the floor with her. Uh, and, I mean, what I like about Carolina is she's got such a dry sense of humour, because I remember asking her, you know, well, you started really well, and before I even had a chance to finish the sentence, she was like, yeah, that's all I did. Um, so she knows that she's got her hands full with that, and she was saying she might go back and, and look at her at the, the French Open um, sort of battle that they had, and and try and come up with something different. But she's going to have to come up with something exceptional to beat Halep on clay in the form that she's in right now. Yep. Um, she's playing very well as well, Carolina. The win over Sloan today was very, very impressive. Yeah. Um, she made know, Sloan Steve, look Stevens ordinary. She's had some good early round wins yeah. here, some confident early round wins here. Um, so that was a really, really encouraging display. I think it'll be a good match. I think it's definitely going to be Halep's toughest test so far yeah. and potentially throughout the tournament you know Carolina's full of a lot of confidence at the minute um, yeah. I still expect Halep to come through yeah, maybe three but we'll see you think she might drop a set maybe you never know Ooh, exciting exciting uh, next up on our list we're going to have Kvitova and uh, now Kazakina um, I love watching Kazakina play I do try and do her jumping backhand and my tennis instructor is just like no just don't yeah it's not an easy shot to pull <laughs> off um, that was a very, very uh, struggling match with Magrufa there for both of them. Um, but, you know, I didn't, I was saying earlier in the press room, I don't think Magrufa was playing at a great level here in Madrid full stop, but she's been fighting every mm. point. So for Kazakina to overcome so many little setbacks in that match, you know, she was up a set and a break, she was up yeah. uh, breaks in the final set, and Magrufa kept clawing back, clawing back, um, and she still got the job done. So that's really encouraging. Um, I think she's playing really well, Kazakina. So that'll be a a good match Kvitova yeah not really had any problems so far no I, I wouldn't say we've seen her necessarily push too hard um, that'd be a good match I'd, I'd expect Kvitova to win I think but I, I would know. I would because I think emotionally that's probably taken a fair bit out of uh, Kazakina but <laughs> wow this is well, this is one. This is one of those times I'm really glad that I didn't put in for win, lose, or draw. But anyway, um, if you're wondering why we always get interrupted at the moment, we're the only place that we can actually have these. Um, the last few, we've actually either had them in the press room or now in the media restaurant. So, so yes. So we do apologise. Uh, moving swiftly on, I'll tell you who's been under the radar but pretty impressive is Caroline Garcia. Yep. Uh, um, could win the French. I I don't think it's going to be this year that she, she's going to win the France, but I do see it in the next few years for sure. She's playing really really good stuff. You know? It's not just that though. She's got she's got that sense of confidence about her now that um, you know we, we were talking to Carol Bouchard, um, a French journalist, uh, over dinner, uh, and she was saying that back in the day, Garcia would prefer to be put in the car park than than anywhere on Chatrier. Then you know on her way to the quarterfinals, I remember watching her literally cheer, getting the crowd. I mean, that's just unheard of for, for, for Garcia. She's one of the nicest girls on the tour. She's, she's one of the friendliest, one of the smiliest, and she wears a heart on her sleeve, so you know what she's feeling. Um, she's been 
broadly under the radar here. Uh, she did well in Stuttgart. I have. If, I think if anybody's going to upset the apple cart, it'll be her. She's got a tough one, though, against Carla Suarez-Navarro, who scrapped her way to that win over Svitolina. And, and she scrapped her way today <laughs> over uh, Bernarda Perra, who took out Joe Conta. Um, Suarez-Navarro on clay is, is a tough prospect, but I tell you what, Garcia's looking pretty damn good in my eyes. The the only thing I can see Garcia coming unstuck on is I think with as far as Navarro you're playing the crowd as well. It's a but it's not her crowd. It's not, but it it's probably been the loudest noise of any match I've seen really. I think because Rafa's is so one sided yeah. and kind of straightforward. You know, actually Muguruza is probably comparable to Suarez Navarro, but in terms of the the volume you hear from that Suarez Navarro crowd because everything's just been so frantic and yeah. randomly tight. I think she just. She really kind of, I don't know, I think she's, it's going to be a really interesting match. I think I would still back Garcia, but I wouldn't want to play Suarez Navarro here. I think no. it's a tough prospect and I she's think, a tough I think, cookie. I think that's going to be one to watch for, for tomorrow. Uh, which leads us on to Sharapova and Burton's. Now, this is an interesting one because we spoke to, George and I spoke to Caroline Wozniacki, um, who now has obviously lost her grip on this cycle of uh, let's race the world number one but interesting enough obviously she's been there and she's done that she's been the world number one she's had to put up with a lot of flack about being the world number one without a slam she was very gracious I thought about uh, my question about Halep and how well Halep is wearing the mantle of a number one especially having you know missed out on those slams um, clay is not her thing she makes no bones about it um, and Burton's is in mighty good form right now I think this is going to be a big tough... T- I mean, Sharapova was impressive today, but I think we're going to go back to winning ugly if she's going to win at all. Yeah, I think this is a really, really tough one to call as well. As all of them are, I think. They're really a nice lineup of semi I think uh, it's a great finals. lineup of semi final really uh, cool fi- Yeah, you got uh, me at it now. Sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> Sharapova was impressive today. She's playing big points well. She's serving well, which certainly did today. I was really impressed with her serve. Um... I don't know, I just, I think, I do kind of fancy Burton's there, I must say. I think her form looks really good. A 6-2-6-2 over Wozniacki's impressive, even if this isn't her favourite surface. It was quick as well, she really steamrolled through, I think. think And in in fairness for Sharapova, there's going to be no um, shame in going out to Burton's on clay. Um, With the lack of match practice that she's had, uh, I think, you know, to reach the quarterfinals and to go out to somebody of Burton's calibre on the dirt... It would be nothing to sniff at, really. No, no, no absolutely. Um, and I think we'd have a, d- a pretty decent lineup. Yeah, and if, you know, from Sharapova's perspective, this is the best week we've seen from her. Yeah, for a while. Oh, for absolutely. I mean, she won that title title in China at the. But back this end is going to be the year, best. This is the biggest tournament she's played yeah. well at since she's come back. Really. Yeah, and I, and this is this is by far her best match of the season. She was she was it was almost like watching the old Sharapova yeah. pre break, ban, however you'd like to put it. And it, and if it is the old Sharapova continuing against Burton's, that will be very, very close and yeah. may well win, but you just don't know exactly the level Sharapova will play at in the fourth match into a tournament compared to, yeah. you know, she's only been playing once a week yeah. for a while and having little breaks off. You yeah. know, is she ready to go four or five matches through? 
don't know. We'll, we'll find out. And you'll find out tomorrow. Uh, but for now, that's all from us, seeing as everybody, the world and his wife are descending upon the media restaurant and giving us very strange looks as sitting on the sofa, whispering to each other. Uh, I've been Ross Satov from Britwatch Sports. And George Belshaw from Metro.co.uk. Thank you for listening. <laughs>